Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Polikin, and with me today are my good friends, Peter Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. I do. And our subject of discussion today is one that we get a lot of questions about or queries about, and that's how to teach your dog to focus on you. Not just if you want to do obedience training, but which it, where it is important, but you're out on a walk and you hear a dog barking behind the fence that you're going to be going past. How can you get your dog to focus on you and then hopefully ignore the rude dog behind the fence. Or your dog is off-leash, maybe. Maybe he's really good off-leash 95% of the time, but then there's a distraction. How can you get his focus back on you and away from the squirrel or the smell in the grass when you need to get him to focus on you? So we'll be talking about that today. And then we've got two sponsors with subscription boxes we'll be talking about them more a little bit on in the podcast so take a look at them when we get to that point so focus how do we define that uh mostly eye contact doesn't have to be dog can be focused and listening to you and still be staring at something i guess i just always feel better when there's eye contact too well it's like attention yeah when you're talking to a person if the person's watching the train go by and you're talking to them and they're not looking at you, how do you know they're even listening? Yeah, so it's the exactly. same thing with conversation with a well, person. With the people, you just look to see how their ears are moving. Yeah. <laughs> are they cocking and cutting them forward? Yeah. Uh-huh. Petra's hair covers her ears. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you read me, Kate? No, you're one of those old English. <laughs> my dogs when i think of focus i do think of them breaking the concentration from wherever it was and turning their eyeballs yeah and and giving me their concentration to me that's focus and i think to go along with focus is waiting to see what i'm going to say next so if it's focus come focus sit wait focus whatever it's getting that attention on me and waiting for what's going to follow or when they're trying to talk (laughs) (laughs) she will it does ever since she was a puppy she would sit there and just stare just look at you and i'm like i'm waiting for you to say use your words (laughs) she she wants to talk she wants to say something but she's totally focused on me use your words that's, it hasn't yet. When she starts talking, we're freaking You're going to blow it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> genetic. Her, her sister's a talker also. Bones is the, <laughs> the one that stares. And, of course, with his blue eye, that just makes it all the more noticeable. But he stares. Hero's somewhere in between the two of them. But Hero tends to be a dork, too. So <laughs> he's my silly boy. So, so how do we teach focus? Okay. 
the reward of looking at you has to be better than the reward of whatever they're looking at. Well, how about we take it one step, another step before that, teach the watch me. Teach the watch me. That way, if we're using a lure and reward, treat from nose to you, draw those eyeballs up to yours, watch me, yeah. Teach that watch me first and and make that watch me. I like to make the watch me a game, both because if it's a game, you're more apt to laugh and praise better, verbal praise. The look dog, softer. That's one of the things. Your look is softer. Yeah. Yes. This is, not, this is not a stare. Make it fun. Cause like, I mean, eye contact for a dog can mean something different. You don't want that to be mm-hmm. taken off. Looking at you is a good thing. Yes, watch me is not a punishment. It's not, watch me. (laughs) Even if you might feel like that once in a while, that's not it. (laughs) How do you say, uh, look adoringly to your your dog? Look adoringly into each other's eyes. There you go. You're looking at a loved one. I'm not much at the adore me thing, but I will do the watch me and laugh. (laughs) That's true. And then uh, proof it. Yes. Once you've taught them that it's, good and tasty to make eye contact with you. Ask for longer. Ask for when you're a little further away. Or move around. Zig-zag when you're moving, when the food is moving. Zigzag when the food goes away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once, when I'm teaching a young dog to watch me, and I'll start this in puppyhood, once the dog can sit in front on leash, I have the really, really good treats, the high-value treats, watch me. And if it's a baby puppy, I'm going to, lean down, bend over, or sit, and make it short, and then... Narrow their world. <laughs> set them up to succeed. Yeah. And then eventually stand up, and then a step to the left, a step to the right, then a back up and have the watch me while the puppy's following me, chasing me, and make it fun. Make it a game. Here, watch me. Hi, good boy. Yes, you are. What? <laughs> So watch me's a game. Obviously. <laughs> watch me's a good game. I asked Hero and got four dogs. <laughs> I think that was the girl saying, stare adoringly at me, not at your mom. <laughs> yeah. But add some challenges and then add getting them up and moving while they're doing a watch me. Yes. Yeah, walking through your gums. That's hard. At the same it, time. Is. it is. And patting your head and rubbing a circle on your belly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then Distractions, doing it in a different place, different situations. Like Kate said, proofing it. Yeah, tension game. That's always would be also a next step. Standing there, having treats in each hand. Dogs sitting in front of you. Let them know. Yes, treats in each fist. And then the hands by your side. And then have the dog look at you without using the treats, guiding them. Asking them the command or make a noise. And it's fun because this game. When the dog's going to figure it out, is always trying to trick them not to look at you, see if you can get them, you know, you know. Some dog's like, uh-uh, I'm going to keep their stare at you. I know what those cookies are, but I'm not going to take my eyes off you. Yep. I think that's part of the, the hardest part I see with some of our students is when they go on to proofing it, is giving the dog a chance to figure it out. Yeah. You know, knowing when the difference is between the dog is still actively thinking, give them a chance. Or, okay, they're stuck, give them a clue. Right. Yeah, make that noise. Do something like that. Kitty, 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 kitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that. 
So, by the way, listeners, if you hear the dog noises with us today while we're recording, we've got Petra's Tango and Willow and my Seven and Hero. Poncho and Bones stayed home in their respective. And you didn't bring a dog with you? Kate it's has- cold and blustery for a terrier. Oh, oh, my gosh. Plus, my roommate was eating try to. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, if, if all were known, it was the try to. I, I could I see that he was one. torn. <laughs> You're picking up keys, but she's got try to. And I said, no, you just stay home. And he went, well, if you insist. <laughs> Can't tell you the last time I had tri-tip. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're all going to your house after this. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be any left, but I'll get there. All right, so something else that can go along with Watch Me and the attention game in the early stages is also teaching the leave it. Mm-hmm. Because leave it can teach the dog to break that concentration. Leave it says, whatever you're focused on at the moment I say leave it means that's not yours. So when you go to develop focus later, that leave it can be an important thing. So there's lots of ways to teach leave it, but kindred leave spirit it can be like breaking their focus on right. something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. redirecting it to you. I remember using it, God, how long ago? 30 some years ago? With the. Uh, <laughs> My German Shepherd. Who was reactive. Who was reactive and that leave it and watch me was a godsend. Because <laughs> he'd be focused on a dog or a walk and you could just see his whole body would start tense. It's like, ah, Hans, leave it. And then watch me and boom. He'd look at me and as long as that happened, we were fine. Yep, that was the best thing and ever. That's, that's focus. <laughs> <laughs> that's focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with puppies in the puppy class, I start with just the name game. Sure. As just let your puppy... Look around at the other puppies, because, you know, that doesn't ever happen. (laughs) No, they're never distracted. (laughs) And then just call their name. I mean, I'm not even asking for a lot of concentration or duration of concentration. Just have the puppy turn around and react to their name. Yes. And get a reward for that, and then release them to do all of it. So they start learning. They can turn away from other stuff. Because in puppy class, you ask them, how many of these puppies know their name? And most people raise their hand thinking, yeah, my puppy knows the yeah, same. Until, they actually until you try it with distractions. And all of a sudden, oh, maybe he doesn't know his name. Well, and that's the main reason for focus. Yeah. Yeah. Because we hear it every class, probably around half the students. But he does it at home. Right. Well, yes, I can play the piano perfectly at home, but put me on stage at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> It won't be different. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was referring to earlier with the proofing, is you've got to do it when you need it. But build up to that. Yep. Build up so they can turn around. What was that meme that was going around for so long about the dog that was chasing deer in England? No. I don't, I don't, no, I don't remember seeing that one. I don't think oh, I saw that no. one. It was a man yelling, chasing a dog who was chasing deer, and they were all going across the country. And I don't, it was, name was like something like Henry. Henry, come here, damn it, here, Henry, damn it, Henry, damn it, quit chasing the deer, damn it. Um, And so Henry probably thought his name was damn it. Yeah, something like, he obviously (laughs) never came back. That's, that's a cartoon that's gone around forever, and I think it was Gary Larson with Farside that, Mm-hmm. made it popular. I, I know he wasn't the first, but... Uh, what is your name? Captain Thunder of the Blue Pants. What's your name? No, no, bad dog. 
Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The other one is that Gary Larson did in in uh, Farside was Doug sit blah 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 sit blah 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 blah. And then the next panel, he's but- going to get tutored. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole nother cartoon. <laughs> that was a Gary Larson. <laughs> I saw it in two panels. One was the dog just hearing his name. Dog sit blah 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 blah. Dog sit. And then switch to the cat. And the person's talking and the cat hears nothing. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Not my cat. No. My cat comes up to me and goes, meow, 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 human, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> All right. So anyway, back to the foundation of focus. Teaching a baby dog, a puppy, or a newly adopted dog, or if you have any doubts whatsoever, making sure your dog knows his name. Teaching Leave It, which we have talked about in other podcasts. So Teaching Leave It, Teaching Watch Me, Teaching the Attention Game. And that That was was Petrus Willow (laughs) trying to get Hero to play with her. Pay attention to me, boy. That's the attention game she plays. (laughs) So those are four foundations. So before we go on and put it all together, let's take a break for one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. Help your dog from the inside out with Caniotic Daily Probiotic for Dogs. Caniotic's superior and exclusive technology makes it the only dog probiotic from the dog for the dog. Your dog's gastrointestinal tract is important to their well-being, and a daily dose of Caniotic is one easy way you can support it. Caniotic, C-A-N-I-O-T-I-C, is available on Chewy.com. Add it to your cart today and give it a try. Hey there, so we have a new sponsor with an interesting, wonderful product. The product is called Daily Dose, and it's a dental treat for your puppy dog, so it's designed to help clean their teeth and the ingredients in it, as well as the structure of it. But the added bit to this is that you can choose whether it's a dental treat that also supports skin health, or a dental treat that does heart health, or joint health, or a dental treat that also is calming for your puppy dog. Developed by vets to be simple to use, simple and effective, one a day, and you can choose the additional benefits for your dog in addition to teeth help. For $3 off your order, visit yourpetsdailydose.com and use promo code DOGWORLD. One chew a day for a happier, healthier dog and a long life. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Do check out the subscription boxes. They're a lot of fun. I know my my cousin gets one for her dog. She's got three Australian Shepherds, and she gets one of the monthly boxes. When we've gone to visit her place, they've got a dog toy box with some really great toys. (laughs) My dogs go in and raid the toy box. (laughs) So, yeah, in fact, I think the last time we were there, uh, she took some new ones out and put them on the counter to save them for dogs. <laughs> These haven't been rejected yet. Yeah, know. yeah. These we'll are the new enough. ones. Yeah. Didn't hurt my feelings at all. All right, so what's a good way to put all of these four foundation steps together to, to teach focus? 
I like to start with the name game first, just to be sure the dog knows its name. <laughs> well, that's what we, we said right. with the name game. And then really the it. biggest thing we always say, though, with the name game is call your dog's name in a happy tone. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes with As we, all uh, of this. Well. I'm supposed to. Yeah. yeah. How many times do we hear they'll start out and all of a sudden it's like, Willow. Yeah. Well, that no. that's a good point. All right. You've taught your dog these four foundation steps. You've got them on leash. You're out in the front yard. Neighbor comes by with their dog, and your dog loses his mind. What do you do? Oh, heck, turn around and go in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I love the having the dog on leash part first. (laughs) Well, that's what I said, on leash. Make sure nothing bad happens that way. You've got to interrupt them. Interrupt them losing their mind somehow. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether it's going down the leash or using the leash to pull the dog to you. Take that piece of chicken in front of his nose and see if that can pull his attention back to you. One thing is don't lose your temper. Exactly. Don't, because (laughs) your dog's version of the world and your version of the world are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. To your dog, that neighbor's dog going down the sidewalk is very interesting. I mean, that's. Is it a girl dog? Is it a boy dog? Is yours a girl dog? Is your boy dog? Is your boy dog going, oh, she's so pretty? Or is your dog going... Your mama dressed you funny. Yeah. (laughs) Or, I don't know you. You must be from the (laughs) next block over. I don't know you at all. And what are you doing in front of my house? Yeah. Or, oh, your mom has better treats than my mom. (laughs) I smell chicken. Your mom has chicken. (laughs) So there's Dog's view is totally different. By the way, you said chicken. You got focus from three dogs. <laughs> Apparently, chicken. that's a synonym. <laughs> that is Petra's willow. <laughs> oh, see, that's a keyword. Obviously, they get it more often than tri-tip because they didn't respond. No, to they say do tri-tip. Chicken was like, yeah. Oh chicken God. was like, we know chicken. Yeah, interrupt and then replace the behavior. So whatever you have to do to stop your puppy dog from going crazy at the other dog. And then distance from whatever distraction they have. Um, move away from it. You know, yeah. Just stand there and try to get your dog's attention is actually just move away. When I think some people have a tendency to do stand there and try to get Fido's attention. Yeah. It's like, no, physically you, the dog, move away from it. And try to work on that. And I think the movement helps draw attention away right. as well. I yeah. Hear a lot of people going, well, he was going crazy, so I told him to sit, stay, but he couldn't do it. Oh, that's... Yes. Right, he couldn't. No. That's that's a popular one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can remember hearing that one a lot. My my common response to that is, well, you're just putting the lid on the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal would be, if you're going to move your dog away, move far enough that your dog has stopped reacting... And then a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then work on the focus again. And over a few, or if need be, several training sessions, go a little bit closer. But if your dog starts reacting and can't focus on you, go away again. This is not going to be a one-day process. This oh, is, Lord, oh, no. This is not a one training session process. This is many Teaching your dog to pay attention to you, to focus on you, is requiring your dog to make a judgment call. It's like teaching your dog to come off leash at a distance. 
if he's off leash at a distance and you call him to come, hopefully you've got a good background in teaching the come, and he really wants to do it, and he wants to cooperate with you, and he's willing to leave whatever's interesting. But even with that background in training, he's still got to make a judgment call. He's out there going, hmm, the squirrel or mom? <laughs> the squirrel or mom? And focus, You better be so much more important than a squirrel. <laughs> and the fo focus is the same thing. Yep. Pay attention to that other dog walking down the street whose mom has chicken or pay attention to mom. So hopefully you've got that foundation in training, you've got that partnership with your dog, and your dog's willing to make that judgment call. That doesn't come overnight. Habits take a while to build. And that's a habit you want your puppy dog to have, is to respond when you call them their name, look at you, come, whatever it is. Yeah, that's the choice they make, but you can also develop a habit so they don't have to make as much of a choice. Well, you think about it, if you get, like, when people get a lot of rescue dogs lately because of the whole COVID thing, some of them have those bad habits to break to start those new habits. That's tough, too. Patience, consistency. Patience, repetition, good rewards. Mm -hmm. I was uh, reading an article the other day about rewards, and it was like, it doesn't matter what you think it is. If it's chicken, that's great. Or try tip. But it's all about what the dog thinks is a reward. So that's talked about a lot in class too. Yeah. Well, I had a private training and she, I was like, what are you doing to reward your dog? And she stopped and looked at me and said, he should be doing it because he should. <laughs> I said, How's that working for you? <laughs> you're mean, here to that's see why me. you're here, right? <laughs> we would be having this conversation right now. Or the people who come in with, I won't name any brand names because they're not a sponsor of ours, but dry biscuits. Yeah. Yeah that are just dry biscuits. Yeah. And maybe they'll break them in half. And most of the time the dog will eat them. But, you know, heck, if I tear up cardboard and hand it to Bones and it comes from my hand, half the time he'll eat that too. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a good reward. So. And then the other side is where they bring in, I don't know, duck pate. Oh. <laughs> and then anything less than that. Yes. It's not considered a reward. Yes. Set the bar too high. Too high. Um, oh, he's not hungry tonight. Here, I'm waving the pate, but it's not catching his attention. Okay. Is he hungry? Oh, no, we fed him before we came to class. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one, too. And then there's the varied treats. I know the, the one that, that I always talked about is, Kate, open your treat bag. Yeah. And there might be something in there. Ten different kinds of treats in there. The Las Vegas method of treating. <laughs> yep. Well, we had to do that last night. Mm -hmm. One of our students, like, she just was, couldn't find anything she liked. And she had between... some pretty good treats with her. Yeah. And it was between yours, mine, and Dawn's. We had a variety of, like, maybe 20 different treats. <laughs> and so I think a lot of it was not, it was the novelty of just something new. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily that ours had a higher meat quotient or something. It's just novelty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, if I've got a box of chocolate and it's just the regular old chocolate and somebody comes and by with something better. Like <laughs> yeah. Anything with nuts in it? <laughs> yes. Or, or toffee. or. <laughs> but then you have the dogs that don't focus or get your attention with treats. Like my shepherds, it wasn't treats. They, weren't, no. they didn't give a darn about food. You could have a tritip in front of them. They're like, yeah, whatever. Squeaky toy. Yep. Toys. Something Tennis balls. Or the puppy dog last night. He just wanted a pat and a good dog from his owner. Yeah. 
But I had to go over and talk to the guy because the guy was sit <laughs> down. I'm like, why are you mad at him? I'm not. I'm He's just being, being firm. firm. <laughs> like, why? No, you sound mad. <laughs> Take it from me. You sound mad to me. And based on your dog's behavior and ears, he thinks you're mad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll try. And he did. He did. He did better. And when he quit trying to be firm with the command, <laughs> then he loosened up by saying good boy and stroking his head. Mm-hmm. And you could just see the dog sigh and relax and go, oh, okay, I am doing right. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, he wasn't sure if he was doing it right or not because he kept getting yelled at for everything. So his reward right then was having his dad just relax and relax and say, say it to him and touch him. <sighs> <laughs> All right, let's take a a break for our second sponsor, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. We have another sponsor for our podcast, Pet Treater. Pet Treater is a subscription gift box that you can sign up for. For your dogs and or your cats. And it gives you a chance to surprise them on a monthly basis with interactive toys, treats, and other things like the one we got came with a bandana. I recently received one for Willow. She loved it. She was so excited just me opening that box. The bison treats, especially in this box, she oh, really they lost their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They lost her mind. The nice thing about the box, too, is that it can be tailored to fit your pets. So if you've got a 50-pound dog, or you've got a cat, or you've got a dog and a cat, or if one of your pets has allergies, the box can be tailored to them. And nowadays, right now, while we're filming this with COVID, most of us are spending a lot more time with our pets. But that doesn't mean you can't add something better to it. New toys, new treats, treats for training. And the subscription boxes vary. You can start as low as $15 a box. And then you you and your pet can have fun opening it together and seeing what's in it. And then if you're obsessed with sharing photos of your pets, as I am, as you can tell all over Facebook, you can connect with other animal lovers on the Pet Treater site. So take a look at it. Go to PetTreater.com. And if you do it now, you can use the coupon code DOGGY. Dog, D-O-G-G-Y, D-O-G, all one word. You use that coupon, you'll get 50% off on your first month of your subscription. So that's Pet Treater, P-E-T-T-R-E-A-T-E-R, PetTreater.com. Check them out. 50% off, that's a deal. There you go. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back. All right, we've talked a lot about foundation in, in teaching focus, some ways to implement it. What should the ultimate goal be? I mean, I know with my dogs, with Bones, I could ask Bones to pay attention to me and he would look at me for, I won't say an hour, that's a little unrealistic, but a long time. Seven's young, but she's almost as good as Bones, definitely related to Bones. 
her focus is is laser. Hero? Nah, not so much. I don't demand as much from him because his personality is different. His technique of working is different. He's he's a good worker. I mean, Kate, when you were out sick and I Petra asked me to come in, Hero hadn't been here for quite a while. Came in and boy, he knew every demo and he was on it and he was good. He was the only one I brought that day. And he was like, we hadn't been gone. COVID didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So he's got the ability, but his personality's a little different. So my expectations for Hero are, yes, I do want him to focus when I ask him to, but I know it's not going to be the same focus that Bones and, and Seven have. And I think everybody needs to take that into account. Quill. Yeah, not the same. Quill's focus is not the same as Walter's used to be. Right. Quill has really good focus. We have a lizard on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> really good focus. The appropriate reward. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you can stare at the uh, fence out there at the shadow of a lizard. You know, oh, yes. For oh. an hour. Yeah. yeah. He's gotten better at it, but also his personality. He's not as confident as Walter was, and making eye contact takes confidence. Yes. He's well, especially sustained, right. sustained eye contact. Because, as Petra, as you said a little while ago, a dog can take eye contact as a negative thing, mm-hmm. as a stare. The dominant dog stares down the submissive dog. If you've got a dog who's not confident, that could be, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. hence the smile, the praise, the high-value treats, to teach the dog that it's something good. And the lizard on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> You said having if you have multiple dogs in your household, like your three are, my three are the same thing, are different. So don't expect all three dogs to have that same exact focus or same motivation. Heck, my orange cat has more sustained focus <laughs> than Hero does. <laughs> Kirk comes up and sits with the dogs when I have chicken or turkey. Turkey's his favorite. At dog, orange cat, dog, dog, stare. <laughs> Turkey for one, turkey for the cat, turkey for the other two. <laughs> that cat would do anything for turkey. <laughs> Who was it that used to get on one end of the lineup and then as you're giving treats down the line would run to the end of the line? Oh, you remember that? yeah. Who used to do that? Uh, Riker. 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 Riker, the food hound. Yes. At that point, I, Paul and I had four dogs. Be Riker and the other three. Riker would get one, and then as the middle dogs would get there, Riker went, shoop, and down to the other end. <laughs> That's too smart a dog. He was too smart. And he was so sweet that nobody could get mad yeah, at him. right. I knew what he was doing. I would watch and giggle. Uh-huh. The other dogs would give him the evil eye, but nobody... nobody... Hey, he figured it out. Yeah. Right. yeah. like, you dogs, you sit there and just stay there. <laughs> you know, hey. He was a food hound. And he kept his focus on you while he was doing it. Oh, always, yeah. yes. So, what should be an ultimate goal? Being able to go out in public and interrupt behaviors you don't want? Get your dog to focus on you mm-hmm. when there's lots of distractions? Well, I told the story in class a couple of times about coming home late at night, letting my terrier out of the car off-leash, because we were just walking to the front door, <laughs> and having a coyote run past and my terrier gives this scream that I, he used death to all coyotes in the world and starts chasing. My first initial response was to go, ah, and I could see him falter. But that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough to say, quit chasing. When I said his name in a happy voice and said, come, 
that was an up and turn around and come back. So I consider that part of focus. He was able to... Well, he was able to hear you. Yeah, saying his name. And then the command that he didn't stop to think about, he just reacted to, came back. Yep. I think I took him inside and gave him tri-tip that night. <laughs> you have tri-tip that often. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> But to get that, that quicker reaction, because they were, he and the coyote were headed for a street or coyote friends. Yeah. Something along those lines. Being able to get your dog back in that kind of situation. Today, I had brought my dogs over to Petra's. Petra and I were talking about foster kittens and so forth and so on. And gee, Hero's the topic of a lot of discussion today. (laughs) Hero headed for the horse area. Petra's horse, and she's got a boarding horse. Well, Hero had discovered in the past, on other visits, that horse urine smells delightful. He is a herding dog, you know. Oh, de equine, yes. Yeah. And I saw him heading towards the boarding horse's area, and I called him off before he got through the... He's willing to go through the electric fence to do that. So, called him off before he got through the electric fence. He left the horse area, turned, came to me. Good boy. Yes, you are. That's awesome. He got his praise. He waited until I was talking to Pater again and then started to veer off next to the porch so I couldn't really see him to go to the other horses. So, you're saying he waited until your focus was gone? Yes. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. However, as he trots and he's happy, his tail is up in the air with that little white tip going flag, flag, flag. Which catches Liz's focus. Which catches Uh, my focus again, and uh, I called him back. Yep. I consider that even though he tried to be sneaky the second time, I was able to get his attention, focus him on me, and call him off something that he really, really likes to do. Although he still does have a little bit of the the cologne of horse urine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My herding dog. All right. Well, I hope that gives you some things to think about other than dogs and horses. But start with the the foundation exercises because you can't just step in halfway through the process and say, I want you to ignore the horse and focus on me. Start with the foundation training. You've got to get that foundation first, and then you can build on that. And by the way, it's not just for puppies or newly adopted dogs. You can teach any dog this. Oh, it's great. I think the oldest dog we had come through training was 14, Goliath. Yeah. Was Goliath the oldest, or was that the the Pekingese? They wanted him to be a therapy dog. Oh, true, true. He was up there in years, too. He was a therapy dog for a good year and a half before... Yeah. You say goodbye. Well, that's pretty cool. I think Goliath was the oldest, most energetic, the, most, uh, the happiest. <laughs> he was definitely a happy boy. <laughs> he was so happy about training. All right, well, we'll let you go. Take care and enjoy. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand 
only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>